up, you guys? This is your girl, Tanisha. And Acacia. And we are Sisters in, in Christ, Christ, where we connect sisters to Christ. So, on today's topic, we are going to be discussing sexual immorality. And we're going to be breaking it down, discussing how we as people suffer with or struggle with sexual immorality. And what else are we breaking down, sister? Uh, what does the Bible say about it? Yes, and how we can overcome it. Yes. So before we go into discussing sexual immorality, we always want to lead with prayer. So you want to lead or you want me to lead? I think I'll let you lead. Okay. So God, let everything that we say, Father, minister to your children, dear God. Let it convict their hearts, Lord. Let them take heed to your word, dear Lord. I ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that you lead us and let us speak nothing but sound doctrine and biblical facts, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So, I guess we should start with what sexual immorality is. So, I guess for me, let's see, and I wrote this down. But for me, sexual immorality is where it's an offense towards God. It's not just sin, but it's you choosing to rebel against God. He created sex between man and woman for marriage. And when you step outside of his design and his standards of morals, it then becomes immoral. I like that. I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. Okay, okay, okay. So, basically, when we choose to fornicate, or when we choose to, you know, sleep with the same sex, anything that's not the way that God designed it is sexual immorality. Yes. And I think some of the reasons with how we struggle with sexual immorality, one, it can be from generational curses. I do believe the way your mom and your dad chose to live the life and the things that they did can spiral down to you. I think that's one way that we struggle with it. So that's like the history repeats itself. Right. Um, not really having spiritual, the right type of spiritual guidance. Because like I, I told you before, like for us growing up, it's just don't bring a baby home. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I'm not raising no baby. I'm not, uh-uh, don't bring no baby home. Don't have sex. But it it wasn't really tied back to God. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, you know, and of course as kids, girl, I'm, I'm not trying to hear that. I'm going to do what I want to do when I feel like I'm old enough to do what I want to do. Right. So I think that's another reason why we struggle with it. And also insecurity you know the the wanting to be validated looking for love in all the wrong places and that's why I think it's important to have fathers in the household in the picture raising their children because I know for me not having my father I struggled with looking for love in men and I'm sure that a lot of women also have had that same struggle with I'm trying to fill that void, but not knowing that I need to be looking to God to fill that void. I'm steady laying down with Tyrone and 
and Jim Craig and Johnny trying to <laughs> fix everything, trying to fix that that emptiness when only God can fill that part. I agree. Um, I know it's something that I've struggled um, with throughout the years, and I kind of had the same thing growing up. My mom was like. Okay, let me say sex wasn't a thing that we really talked about mm. in the first place, mm-hmm. which probably would have been more helpful. But especially giving it to me from the idea that I'm disappointing God mm. as opposed to I'm just disrespecting my mama's mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like we worry so much about what our earthly parents think, mm-hmm. but we don't give that same type of fear and disrespect oh. to our heavenly father. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that affects my soul. Exactly. You know, like I never want my mom to be disappointed or mad at me, but at the same time, I can kind of get past that, grow past that, right. and work on that. But it's like, what am I supposed to do when I disappoint God in one of the worst ways? And not only that, you got to think about it like your parents make mistakes. So it's like, Right. And that's how we look at it, too. It's right. like, well, how can you talk about me when you did the same thing when you were my uh-huh, age? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the thing of that, like, I mean, I get it. Because you don't want your children to have to follow in the same footsteps. But at the same time, I think scripture also would have helped me. I think so. <laughs> you know, see that, you know, me fornicating, me just sleeping around is a disgrace to God. Like, it upsets God. It hurts God. It offends God. Yeah, me knowing that it was an expectation that was already placed upon me. Mm-hmm. Not like this is just something that my mom came up with. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're young. So, because that's how they try to market it to us. Right. Think, like, oh, kids shouldn't be having sex because you're just not ready for it. You're not an adult. But even as an adult, that doesn't mean that you should just be out exactly. here sleeping with everybody, you know? Exactly. Like, it's not one of those things you turn 21 and it's okay for you to do whatever. Exactly. So. And then, like, you know, then, like, let's let's ask, like, the important question. Where has sexual immorality gotten us? Girl, nowhere. <laughs> like, where has it gotten us? People are bitter. They're upset having babies out of wedlock and and trust me I understand like babies are blessings they're beautiful because again God can turn disadvantages into advantages but still like you know we've had that talk where children don't need your baggage right you know and then let's say the mom and dad okay first of all y'all already got it wrong because you're fornicating you're not married. You're bringing this baby into the world. And, and you're bringing this baby into a situation outside of a covenant. And then along the way, whatever happens, and y'all two break up. And then the woman, then you're carrying this bitterness. You're angry. You're forgetting that your child is present in the room while you're talking down on their father. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when it's time for the baby to go over to their father's house, they're hearing the dad talk down on women and their baby mother. So now the child just don't know what to believe. So then that's when they grow up with this toxic mentality. And they repeat what they see mama and daddy do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we have to... That's so that God's... becomes your example of love, right? Like, mm-hmm. so you end up in all these relationships mm-hmm. thinking that that's how it works. But love is not unhealthy. Mm. It's not. It's yeah. not. And, you know, I feel like... We as, I don't know about, 
I know sometimes it's hard to take accountability, but what I'm going to say, I feel like men have a lot of accountability that they need to take as well as women. Like, I feel like if women were to change the way, like, start seeking validation from the Lord. Start knowing your worth in God. Because when you are just misguided and misled and lost and blind, it's easy for a man to come into the picture and just whisper and say sweet things to you and then there you go boom now you in a situation that's fact as a matter of fact i was watching um one of the court shows i think fraternity court or something and it was like these young people like 20 21 22 and the girl um had a baby her boyfriend thought that she had cheated come to find out she had had like threesomes with her ex girlfriend it was just like a lot and her and the her actual boyfriend got involved so quickly. The judge, the judge is like, "Well, why did this happen?" Like she packed up and moved to be with him and his family. And when she got to like the bottom of it, you know, her mom and dad weren't there for her. I think her grandmother raised her, and she mm. really wasn't there. So she was like, "I latched on to him because I never felt like I had anyone." Mm. So me talking to him and him listening to me, you know, it made me feel like he loved me and I thought we were going to be together forever. And you end up in all this mess because you don't have a foundation of love, you know, so you seek right. it from somewhere. And it just, right. it, it wasn't healthy. If she had seen a healthy example of love, mm-hmm. then she would have known that mm-hmm. that wasn't what she wanted. And I don't, so like, where do you think as women we can improve? with fleeing from temptation with with not allowing ourselves to keep making the same mistakes like how can like as women can we improve like being better examples one thing and i hate to say it because i do like her say it but Meg the Stallion, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to hate. Mm-hmm. I enjoy her song. She's from Houston. We're from, from Houston. Houston. We look, okay. Yes. So no disrespect, mm-hmm. but just to be real and from a moral standpoint, this hot girl summer, mm-hmm. this thought culture, mm-hmm. you know, this I'm a boss. I can, you know, lay down with whoever I want to lay down with. These mm-hmm. slut walks, like that whole mentality, that I'm whole genre mm-hmm. needs to go away. It must definitely. And I think that's the first thing. Like, it's you're not um, growing as a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not evolving as a woman mm-hmm. by spreading your legs for everybody. That does not and, make but you then, a woman. And even with that, you have the nerve to diss men and say, ain't no good men out here. All these men are dogs. All these... And, and ladies, like, don't take it wrong. Like, I understand, you know, we, we're going to get on the brothers too, right? But, like, as women, you know, this, from, coming from one woman to another, like, we really have to change our morals. And just because you can do something, that does not mean it's right and okay to do. Like, you, yes, you can sleep around with whoever you want to sleep around with. Yeah. no, no Look, if that's what you want to do, I don't condone it. I'm not here for it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't suggest it, it, but But you have the right. You have the right, but it does not make it right for you to do. And then you wonder why these girls are growing up faster than they need to. And and that falls on parents, too, because we need to be making sure we're monitoring what our children watch, what our children listen to. But I feel like, yeah, we we have to change this uh, narrative and 
what we're pushing out here for our girls and our young women like sleeping around and cute it's not that's that's not what's up and it says more about you than it says about the men the men that you sleep with that you yeah, lay with. with yeah for sure mhm i i definitely agree the the music oh even some of the shows cuz you know i there's still some shows I'm trying not to watch. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm gonna just tell the truth on myself. I I like power, but I can honestly say like it's not. It's I don't think it's good for if you're trying to change and if you struggle with lust. It's just certain things that you don't need to be entertained. You don't need to allow yourself to be entertained with. And you have to be careful with the the shows that you watch. You have to be careful with the music that you watch. And let's just drop some biblical fact right quick. So we're going to look at 1 Corinthians 6 and 18, where it says, Flee from fornication. Every sin that a man does is without the body, but he that commits fornication sin against his own body. Like, that says a lot. And it's, and it's not saying that one sin is greater than the other. But it's almost like, like, look at what you're doing to yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you're not only disrespecting yourself, but you're disrespecting God. And God tells us that our bodies are supposed to be temples. How can God dwell in you? How can the Holy Spirit dwell in you when you fill yourself up with so much filth? And you give so much of yourself away. Like, right. I have that belief that every time you sleep with a person, mm. you lose a little piece of yourself. So tired. Yes. So tired. So tired. And that's another thing. I don't want to carry on anyone else's baggage. I'm sick of it. I, I'm sick. And that's the question. Like, when are we going to get tired of doing things our way? Because I'm going to tell you right now. Like, that's when I had to surrender to God. I said, you know what? I'm tired of these ongoing failing relationships. Situationships. Situationships, okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. Like, I've been doing it wrong all these years. So, you know what? Let me go ahead and give it to God and do it the right way. And even though the kid is single, I have so much joy and peace and pure happiness. I feel complete. I'm not looking for no one else to complete me. I'm not looking for anyone else to validate me because I know my worth as a woman in Christ who's rooted in the word. And I feel like in today's generation, like they think it's lame. It's an insecurity. Uh -huh. No one wants to be alone. Mm -hmm. Um, which I think you kind of have to sit and ask yourself a question. Like, why can't you be by yourself? Mm. Like it's so much you can learn about yourself by being by yourself. Mm. So it's actually a healthy thing. Like, no, you don't want to be alone forever. And that's right. when you start to pray to God to send you the right person. Exactly. But in order for you to be the right person for your right person, you got to get yourself right. Right. So you pray, you fast, you, you know, read your scripture. You learn things about yourself that you didn't know. Get your finances together. Whatever it is that you're insecure about, maybe bring it to the table with someone in mm -hmm. a real you know, relationship with a solid foundation. Mm -hmm. Like, that's your time to work on that. Right. I think. Yeah, and then, like, like being single is a, it's a blessing. And sometimes, you know, the, you want to know why we don't look at it as a blessing is society. Society tells you you have to have, you have to have options. Yes. Or you have to be in a relationship. And then, like, look at the relationship that, so I, 
And I know there are like some beautiful couples or couple goals, and I, I'm not even really down with the whole couple goals because we, we don't know those What's people really situate yeah. right behind <laughs> behind the camera. Yes. But for the most part, the relationships that I see society pushing are the unhealthy ones, the dysfunctional relationships, like. But they look good together. But they look good together. They they look good on paper. Right. But, like, this man is not a man of God. This woman is carrying um, emotional baggage that she had to deal with from past relationships or even childhood. You know, like, I, I here's the thing about soul ties. I, I don't understand why people don't believe in soul ties. But, you know, let's take talk about a child who's been molested or raped and then she grows up to be promiscuous like that is a spirit that is now connected to her through what that man or woman did to her as a child you know and I feel like and this is where you know I want to address both men and women because I feel like Instead of trying to lead a woman to the bedroom, like, help her to heal. You know, like, take a moment. Like, this is when when people get to saying, oh, I didn't know my baby mama was crazy and da-da-da. You knew, but you liked it. Mm -hmm. You liked it until until she had your baby and it started affecting you. And then now you deal with this whole custody drama or child support drama. But had you taken the chance to get to know her... You would have seen, wait a minute, like, I don't think this is a woman that I need to be entertaining or, you know, I don't think this is a woman that's worth pursuing. And, you know, I'm not saying that you just give up on people, but if you really like a person and if you really see that this person is, man, something, something not right, they don't have it all together. Like, that's when you come to God and you like, Lord, help me to love on this person. Yeah. Like, show me when somebody said it perfectly. I need to know when it's okay for me to have patience with the person versus when it's okay for me to just back away from the person. Ooh. And I feel I like, like if we just start dealing with people with um, with compassion and understanding and stop being selfish, because that's another thing. Like, at the end of the day, selfish, I mean, sex outside of a covenant, that's also selfish. Selfishness. You don't care who you hurt. You don't care, um, you know, who you're stringing along. And as long as you get yours. You're just fulfilling your desires. Exactly. Exactly. And I just, I wish society would get it together. But unfortunately, you know, and I mean, it's in the Bible. It's only going to get worse from here, right? But at some point in time, and I'm talking to like the people and the women who claim to be believers. Oh, I love God. You know, I believe in God. I have faith in God. That's another thing. Like, you can't just have faith with your mouth and with your mind. You got to walk that thing out. If you have faith, you got to, you know, okay, I'm, look, Lord, I suffer uh, with, you know, being addicted to sex or, you know, I don't like being alone. So this is when I lean towards sex. I can have somebody there with me. Mm -hmm. That's when you got to come to God with that and you have to allow God to fulfill that void you have to allow God to complete you and that's having faith because honey I mean this this is coming from somebody 
who was having sex, who was, you know what I'm saying? Like who was, who had insecurities about that, who only relied on men so that they could, they wouldn't be alone. But it's been four years by the grace of God that I've been abstinent and the kid is not having, I'm not, I'm not taking that step with no man until he's my husband. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what having faith is all about. Just not just saying it with your mouth, but showing, walking in faith as well. Let's look at another biblical, some sound doctrine. Mm -hmm. Well, I think I have one right here. Okay. I like this. So this is 1 Corinthians uh, verse 9 from chapter 7. It says, but if they can't control themselves, they should go ahead and marry. It's better to marry than to burn with lust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because marriage used to be the goal. Marriage used and to be I the really goal. And I really want to know what happened to that. Like, and this is, I think, where we kind of get on men as well. Because the men are supposed to be the leader. Mm-hmm. And I can understand that things with women have changed over the years. But at the end of the day, why are a lot of men more comfortable making women mothers before mm. they make them wives? Because a child is a lifetime attachment. Mm-hmm. As well as marriage is supposed to be, in, mm-hmm. you know, in the foundation of God. But the way society is, the divorce rate is kind of high. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you can't take a baby back. No. So why are you more comfortable creating life with someone than building a life with someone right. before you get to that? Right. And, and and men know, they know it. When you, when you be in the midst, let's just be, we're we going to be... Raw, we're going to be real with it. We're going to shame the devil and shame tell the truth. Y'all men didn't have moments where y'all in the moment and you asking, oh, girl, is she going to have your baby? Mm. Why, are you, why are you comfortable? Why, why mm. do you want a legacy outside of a covenant? Mm. Why? Why? And, and let's talk about that verse, right? Because I think that people would try to take that and run with it. As in, like, oh, okay, well, since I have a problem with lust, I'm just gonna go ahead and get married. That's not gonna solve that's, the problem. That's, that's not gonna. That's looky here, looky here. That ain't healthy either. Like, don't just marry someone because, oh God, okay, I know it's wrong to have sex outside of a marriage, and since this is something that I'm dealing with, the first girl I meet, if I like. <laughs> I'm a marry you. I, I want. Okay, like no, it don't work like that. Because let me say, if you have a problem with the lust before you get married, it's gonna we'll carry you, over into your marriage, huh? Then you gonna then and this is why God say, sin leads to no sin is bigger than the other. They all lead to death. They all lead to hell. Because okay, you you struggling with lust, then you get married. You gonna if you're struggling with it before marriage, when you get in marriage, at some point, your wife is going to stop being enough. I agree. So then you're going to start looking outside your marriage. Or might even be bold enough to ask your wife if y'all can bring somebody inside of your marriage. Look. Sir. What we not about to do. What we not about to do. Is what we not about to do. Look. We're not doing that. Not over here. We're not. But I just encourage 
both men and women to start seeking God. Like, I know to society tells you, like, it, it's not cool. It's lame to be to be bold for God. You know what I'm saying? Right. You have so many people, you know, rejecting salvation. You have so many people rejecting messages that they hear from men and women of God. But I just encourage people, like, the more you lean into God, the more you seek God, your love for God will grow. He will open your eyes to so much. He will fill any void in your life that you're struggling with. And trust me, because I know I've struggled with sex. I've struggled with being alone. And, you know, it took me a minute to really just find my worth. But I did it. And I thank God that I, I, I just, I know who I am in God. So there's nothing that a man, a worldly man, okay, can come and tell me to persuade me to go against God. Because it's just not going to happen. I agree. It's not going to happen. So, like, how how can we overcome? Praying, fasting, some positive hobbies, maybe. Because mm. the yes. mind is a terrible thing. What? <laughs> well, you just have to, that free time, baby. Them thoughts get to pouring in, and, and then you start, Lord, I don't know where these thoughts are coming from. <laughs> no. I think... I think the when God tells you to flee, like, and flee doesn't mean, like, just skipping and power walking. You need to run from that thing. Yes. You need to run from it because I think another thing, too, that people think um, once they accept Christ into their life and the Holy Spirit... That they think that they like all their problems are solved. Yeah, just poof, they disappear. I, I wish, oh, trust and believe. I wish, but it has not happened like that. The thing that you were struggling with before you came to Christ with is sometimes you still gonna struggle with it, and you have to understand like you're not all spirit. You 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 got some flesh going on. Okay, mm-hmm. you you're, you're human. You're gonna feel things, and you're gonna want things but it doesn't mean that you should give into that urge you know because like we've discussed before if we if if it's okay to give into an urge in one point in in your life then you got to keep that same energy with other things like you it's you can't give into everything that you feel you know so that's when you like you said have to stay prayed up you need to fast and also, like, your environment. Like, who are you hanging around? It has to evolve. As you grow, the things around you have to grow with mm-hmm. you. And I think that's a really hard thing because you love your friends. You love mm. your family sometimes. Mm. And it's like you see things and you don't want to kind of back away from mm-hmm. it. But, I mean sometimes you have to love people from a distance like especially if you are in a state of transition i think and you come to them and you know i can't force you to grow in your relationship with god like we all have to come to god in our own way at our own time Mm -hmm. that i completely understand because you were ahead of me and i wasn't ready 
Right. You know, and right. God continue to work on me, and I thank him for that. Amen. Um, But, you know, when, I think if you are honest and it's like, hey, I have to miss out on this going out, you know, I don't think it's a healthy environment for me, or maybe could you kind of curse a little less around me, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's something people show. I know I struggle with Girl. my mouth. And if I'm around somebody, it'll it'll kick in real quick. Mm-hmm. And I'm really trying to work on that. So, you know, and I just think it's a respect thing. So if they aren't willing to respect your growth, mm-hmm. I think it's okay to kind of have a little separation. Like, I love you, but I'm going to back away just right. a little bit, you know? Right. Like, we have to just kind of take that leap, even if it hurts sometimes, I think. And I know I struggle with that with um, family sometimes not under standing your walk with God. Yeah. You know, or or friends not understanding your walk with God. And it's like sometimes you can't even like Lord, show me how to know the difference between being around these people to minister to these people versus being around these people just to like hang out like how we used to do because that's one thing that I struggle with because you know as we receive the word we have to pass it along you know but I I know for me I get nervous sometimes going around certain people because it's like Lord I don't want to start I I don't want to lose sight of who I am in you I don't want these people to have an easy influence on me to persuade me to go back to how I used to be when you met me. I don't want to backslide. (laughs) I I don't. I don't. So I think that is I think that is that's important. Like know who you hang around. Know your crowd. Know your people because unfortunately you can't take everybody with you. Right. You can't. As much as we love you know Auntie TT and Big Mama and all these other people look if they toxic if they don't mean you well, if they're not supporting you on your journey with God, you have to cut these people off. Okay. You know, you have to, and I, I let me, I don't want to say cut off, like, you know, like, you know, just, ah, you out the picture, like, I'm done with you, whatever. No, you just can't allow yourself to hang with these people all the time. You can't, and then, like, also, be careful who you get advice from. Like, why do we run to one another? Before we see God, yeah, go to Jesus. God, I don't know because, in all honesty, it's just the blind leading the blind, honey. <laughs> That's the way I've come to look at it. You can get good advice, I mean, I say it like that, but you really have to get your advice, maybe, and then still pray to God for discernment on mm-hmm. what, you, what you've been given. But mm-hmm. my initial response that I have at, at, for everything these days is, Let me go pray about it, right? That's like, and I, I love need that. To pray. I need to pray, I need to pray. Is I it me? Is it it's is it somebody else? What what's, what's going on? Let me go talk to the son. Right. Let me talk to the father real quick. Right. I need to understand. <laughs> How? But <sighs> I just I just want like young women to get it to understand like I know you got your uh what's the what's the other girl? Not hot me. Not um. Not made the stallion, but the other group of girls. Um, city girls. City girls. I know you got them. And what's the other one called? Uh, Light skin Keisha. Y'all look here. 
I seen a post the other day from Mary J. Blige talking about Hot Girl Summer is over. It's time for Bad B Fall. I said, oh. So the old heads. It's about to be all (laughs) season. So the old heads are encouraging nonsense too. Look here. And and you know, I say this. I I pray for Hollywood. I pray for them. But y'all, please do not let these people in these these places of power and you know get y'all sense hell because i'm telling you y'all phase some of y'all phase are going there if they die and they sin if they keep up with the, these promiscuous spirits and and greedy ways and selfish ways that's where they're gonna find themselves and i'm sorry i'm not letting no beyonce i'm not letting no city girl no mary j blige I ain't going to hell for none of these people. Look. But not even just that, okay? In this, in my present state, I'm not about to be unhappy because majority of the people, mm-hmm. I think, that tell you to live this lifestyle, mm-hmm. they go home to somebody mm-hmm. at night. <laughs> like, you cannot be in a stable relationship expecting other people to be out here spreading their wings with everybody. Right. Like, that's a little confusing to me. And that's with the rappers, too. These men treat women poorly but been married to their wife for 16 years like what's good what's, why like why 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 is it lame to spread and you know and that that comes from greediness like you you clearly want to be you you are doing this for the money mm-hmm. because and that's how you know like someone who's invested in god versus someone who's worldly because when it comes to doing the work of God, you're not really caring about if you're getting paid or not. Money is the last thing on your mind. I just want to do the work of the Lord. I just want to minister to people. I just want to, you know, see people grow, see people have everlasting life. Yes. While you are here pushing false information. And it's like these men and these women are... I mean, I'm just gonna say I'm, I'm. I know this may seem like okay, that, that's a bit dramatic, but you're killing these babies spiritually. I agree. You, you you're killing these babies, pushing this this toxic and demonic mind frame and mentality onto young girls and men. Like everybody has an agenda these days. I just wish the main one would become saving people's souls mm-hmm. you know being happy being better mm-hmm. as people and not how to secure the bag it's always about money it's not about how to uh scam somebody it's just it's so much and it's very overwhelming very very overwhelming i'm, I'm sick of it <laughs> to be honest i'm so sick of it and then like you were mentioning earlier like with the with the slut walk like I just really want to take these 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 women and sit down like what happened <laughs> what happened why do you think it's okay to have a whole parade about being a slut you know I don't think men should be sleeping around either like I because I, 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 I feel like some people are going to hear this and think that we just getting on the women is no like but like we we discussed if a man, if a woman can make a man rebel against God, we're talking about Adam and Eve. Imagine the kind of things that we can do. We we can if, if I can make you rebel against God, then I can push you towards God. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Like I can make you love God. 
And I feel like it comes with us getting ourselves together. Stop putting your foot down. Uh Uh-uh, I don't talk to men on the phone after such and such hour. Oh no, we I gotta be in the house around this time. No, you can't we can't hang out around this time. We can't like and people will try to girl, your standards too high. You ain't gonna never find a man. That's desperation, baby. I'm not desperate. And you have to be careful how you 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 move with that because the enemy knows, okay, look at her. She wants she wants somebody so bad. So let me go ahead and send send her somebody. The enemy comes as an angel in light, baby. Mm-hmm. Sure does. So you know, you sitting up here thinking that, oh, this is going to be the man of my dreams. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're in abu- uh, an abusive relationship. You know, he's verbally abusive. He's manipulating and conniving you. Like, does that right? I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just like, like, women need to understand who they are. I encourage every woman to go read Proverbs 31. Be that woman. Be a virtuous woman. You know? Be a woman that's going to cover her man. That's going to be submissive to her man, you know. And you don't want no man out here who like. And the, and the, that's another thing too. Like we always hear, I think society has, has put a, a nasty spin on the word submissive. Yeah, it's an ongoing debate. Right. Mm. But men have to submit too. And you need to find a man that's who has submit submitted towards the will of God, who's following God. You know, like um, you you can't leave me if you if you're not allowing God to lead you. Right. Right. Been to lead me straight to hell, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to hell for nobody. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I don't like to be hot. But. <laughs> I want my milk. I want my honey. And I want to be with the Lord. Yes. I want to be with the Lord. I want to hear him say, well done. Not depart from me, child. You know, we have a lot of discussions about that, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I'm not. So, you have any closed captions, sister? You have anything you want to add? No, I think we uh, touched on a lot of really good points and I just hope as women we do better like women we have a lot of power we have so many movements happening right now but with any power if it's wielded in the right way Mm. then you'll get great results you know Mm -hmm. so I just feel like what you said like if we can make a man rebel then we can definitely uh bring them to God and I would love to see more of that Mm -hmm. than the opposite yeah so please, that that includes women who like to uh, um, identify as feminists. You gotta let that go, sis. You gotta let it go. You can't go. have a man while trying to beat a man. It's just not gonna work. I think. Not for me. Not for me. I don't want to be the man in my relationship. I and don't. I, I can speak from personal experience. I feel that I've been that maybe more than once. <laughs> And it gets old really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Especially, I don't have kids. I don't want to play mom to someone. It's just a lot that comes with trying to wear the pants in your relationship. And it shouldn't, at least the competition, mm-hmm. I think, between mm-hmm. you and your significant other. And y'all should be competing. Why are we competing? It's a partnership. Right. We're a team. We're, we're not divided. Right. So, 
yeah, it just leads to more problems, I think, overall. And um, I just want to be happy. So. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and, and, and granted, like, happiness is... Getting married doesn't equate to happiness. No. You know? But at the same time, like, if I'm doing it in the way that God designed it to be done, I mean... And if God is leading our union right. in our household, it's going to be some hard times. It's mm-hmm. going to be some struggles. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, yes. I have that faith. Yes. Well, I want to lead, or not lead, but, you know, give this to whoever's listening before we wrap, it up. wrap this thing up. And that's First Corinthians 6, 9... I'm sorry, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, uh, verse 9 through 11. And that's, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor... What does that say? Read the where you at, girl? Right. Nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor. Oh, you're falling in Nor. I, I think so. Okay. Nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And search with some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye, ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. And what? And. Let's let's break that down. God said, and such were some of you. That means you used to. Some of you struggled with these things. But when you accept God, and when you accept Jesus, and when you are made new, those things, you don't have to struggle with those things no more. You're not, you know, that doesn't, what's the word? It doesn't define you. As a child of God. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you don't have to worry about those things. Okay, and I'll drop them charges. Exactly. Ooh, I like that. I like that. And just remember, like, if, if you are anybody who is struggling with any of these things in this scripture, like, if you were to die today, you won't receive the kingdom of heaven. Like, that's that's some scary stuff. Yes. Like, and, and it should... It should just make you want to get in line. It should it should make you want to be like, okay, you know what, God, like, let me try you out. Let me test you out. Let me see, you know, what what the hoopla is all about. Like, why these people are so bold and and so happy to call upon your name. Like, let let me see what this is about. I like that. Come to God and see the goodness. Yeah. Find out for yourself. Yeah. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah, and I know we kind of butchered the scripture, so if you want to. Read it on your own. It's First Corinthians chapter six, verse nine through eleven. So, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. And again, my name is Tanisha, and I'm Acacia, and we are sisters in Christ, where we lead sisters to Christ. Thank you guys for tuning in. Stay blessed. Love you guys. Bye.